to Last Onion Minute. This is uh, uh, episode 79. <laughs> Minute 79. Oh my god. I am your host, Alex Sagan, today. I'm here with Kenny Madison. How are you doing? I am doing... Look, you've had a rough week, Allison. It's been... I've been... Why? I, I, was, I was just... Before this, I was like, I'm gonna do this intro great. And it... Oh, I keep keep fumbling um but anyways we're at one hour 18 minutes through one hour 18 minutes and 59 seconds and uh i'm i swear i'm gonna get this friday minute intro so good and it's gonna be amazing anyways it's gonna be amazing you're doing great (laughs) thank you um what's amazing is this minute uh where we get started uh, transitioning from Blanc's approval in the hotel to, or Blanc's approval in his, uh, um, in his apartment, and then it goes to the hotel in Greece where they're meeting up, um, right before going to the island, and continues the just gorgeous music, and again, it's these are this is a pretty another expositiony minute. But it still just looks really beautiful. Part of that is the lighting. Part of that is the is Janelle Monae looking excellent in that outfit. And same with Blanc with those uh, the the white long sleeves and stripes. It's good look oh. on him. <laughs> oh. But but also um, just also Greece and it just is beautiful. It, it, it's 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 an exposition heavy moment. But I, I was just like. This movie looks really good. Well, my goodness. I shouldn't be here. This is nuts. I'm here. So let's do this. Drink? You need a drink. Oh, no, I don't drink. I'll have some coffee. All right. Andy's journals. Good. You keep studying them. Okay, so tomorrow, I'll get there early, really lay on some southern hokum, get them all off guard, on the boat, be cold. Don't engage in conversation. Okay, I'm not great on both. Oh, you'll be fine. Just remember, rich bitch voice and posture. I have all over Ted talking <gasps> this thing. I, I I am certain in other minutes, other folks have talked about the genius that is Steve Yedlin, the DP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison, have you? I I'm assuming. Look, you've done Knives Out minute. You've done other minutes for for Glass Onion. Uh, I don't want to cover any other territory that other people. Have covered, but Steve Yadlin is just a freaking uh, super dork genius in terms of being a DP, and I just I, I I love listening to him talk. Yeah, I don't know if we've covered, or at least I don't know if I've covered him very much in the minutes, but I mean he he's done just some really amazing work, um, especially with his work with Ryan Johnson, and I, I looks I I think every every movie Ryan Johnson's ever done, and for good reason because. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get some of the the shots you can get out of him, why would why would you use anybody else? But <laughs> yes, it's uh... well, and also Ryan Johnson and Steve Yadlin came up together, which is mm-hmm. also just the mm-hmm. freaking lovely thing about Ryan Johnson behind the scenes and being like, yes, I'm going to use my cousin Nathan Johnson as the composer and using Steve Yadlin, my buddy, and he also just happens to be a genius. The DP who's like, let, let me just, you know, write out an algorithm that simulates uh, gate weave and all the lovely things that we love about old timey films, so we can make digital look exactly the same. Yeah, he's and yeah, and some of the shots in this movie are 
just like really phenomenally uh, just like the the blocking is really good. They just look beautiful. There's beautiful lighting. It's uh, there's just so much visually going on in this movie. Um, it's such a wonderfully vivid movie to look at. It's very colorful, and the color palette seems so radically different from Knives yes. Out, which is outstanding. Yeah, it's it's. It has a completely separate feel despite being, but also familiar in a certain way. It's, it works yeah. really very well. Um, and it's, it's just shot beautifully. Uh, one of the things, um, one of the things I like to recommend, I, I, I know that I definitely recommend this on, on previous minutes. Um, there's a video of, uh, Ryan Johnson breaking down the, um, scene where they're at the arriving at, at the pier to go on the boat and breaking that down for on uh vanity fair's youtube and uh th- there's it's 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 a ve- it's very good but it shows just how much thought all of them go into some of these just beautiful shots some of the beautiful framing some of the just work that goes into a lot of just the really cool things that they're doing with this movie Case in point, uh, another filmmaker. Look, I I couldn't because we are breaking this down a minute at a time. I couldn't help but notice because we get the introduction of Cassandra's journal, mm-hmm. and we're at night uh, in Greece at the hotel, and Benoit Blanc is clad in light colors. Uh, Helen is clad in a nice yellow outfit but still bright colors the tablecloth is white the waiter is dressed in bright white colors and then uh so we've got white against black and then smack dab in the center is andy's red journal Mm -hmm. and so the focus whenever whenever i'm looking at the frame or whenever that they've got a big red journal right there just to let us know even if we're not necessarily looking at it, here's the journal. There's the journal. Pay attention to the journal. Yeah, no, that's it, it's it's really um, just very well done. I think that it just uh, one of the other things that I'm, I'm like I, I don't think I'm overthinking this, but part of me, again, with any other filmmaker, I'd be like I'm overthinking this, but with to to be fair, Allison, this is the format that would. <laughs> You know, best fit. That's true. Overthinking, overthinking a is min- minute by minute. But um, unless there was like a glass onion, second by second, oh my God. maybe overthink even more. Overthink, on that, overthink that. But I think that there's an in, it's an interesting transition from the previous minutes where they were having um, two shots of Blanc and Helen. Um, but in this one, they are sitting physically much closer together, and they're sitting on the same side of the table, which kind of shows that oh. they're kind of that they're becoming more of a team right and there's more shots of them of just the two of them and it just like kind of brings them together so i think that's a really cool idea that they're not like sitting on the opposite side of a table anymore they are just closer together they are on the same page um which is i i think a very cool transition what a fabulous observation yeah 
Absolutely, that's intentional. Yeah, I've got it. Well, again, like I said, it's one of those things where, like, other filmmakers, I might go, oh, that's pushing it. But I'm like, no, Ryan Johnson, you got this. <laughs> You're yes. thinking about these very specific things with the blocking and shot composition enough to consider that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, additionally, we get another reminder that this is in COVID times and the waiter with the COVID protections mm-hmm. and there's hand sanitizer at the table. Uh, it doesn't, it, making sure that we are still reiterating these are the times that we live in. Right. And it's still, it's, it's, it's subtle, but it's there and it's, it's in very strong contrast to when they're on the island where they are there's none of that in place so it kind where it kind of shows you this different world that wealthy people all are living in <laughs> where they're just hanging out on this island and they're not worrying about covid or anything um despite the the, the weird covid shot which probably don't think uh i personally personally don't think that's real i think that's some sort of no. nonsense <laughs> yeah yeah, absolutely not. It's some sort no. of nonsense, and everybody's going to leave with COVID. But um, yes, but uh, it, but it like that that willingness to believe it's this kind of separate world from the rest of, the, of society versus any scene, most of the scenes rather of the um, kind of quote unquote real world, I guess, outside of the glass onion and the island. You have to kind of consider COVID, which is very accurate. It's it's something everybody has on their mind, especially right at that height of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, except for, yeah, just like you said, except for these people because they are so self-involved. Right. You feel like the rules don't apply to them because they are disruptors. Right. Well, I mean, even still, like you have, you, um, like I came to get to back like previous minutes, you have, um, all the times where um, Birdie clearly doesn't care about the yeah. about it, where she has this mesh a mask that is going to be so like like even worse than not wearing a mask because it's so yeah. obviously useless. Um, and then you have uh, Claire who is constantly like doesn't have a mask on, but is kind of pulling it up like, oh, I have to have this kind of presentation of somebody who cares about it but i don't really actually care about this um so it's a again i think it just does a really good job of of showing uh about these characters in this weird world that they live in that's separate from you know that or that they they want to be separate from the worries of the the average person yes uh exactly gosh Talking about this just makes me want to watch Glass Onion again. Right. Uh, Every time I good. do this podcast, I'm like, should I just watch it again? <laughs> I think you should. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah, it's 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 a good movie. And again, I keep going saying this like, oh, is this overthinking it or whatever? And and again, it, you're right. It, that that is the minute by minute format. But I think that there is just so much intentional, and there is so much there to chew on with this movie and with Knives Out that it's fun to rewatch because you 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 always notice something a little bit different or something that sticks out um 
in terms of that. Speaking of chewing on, uh, <laughs> because you were able to pull the location of Benoit Blanc's uh, apartment so easily uh, and wonderfully correcting me that it's not in London, you silly goose. It's in New York. Uh, do we know what location this is? Ooh, that's a you know, good... Outside of, you know, Greece? Gre- I don't know, actually. Um, issues I, the issues I've never been to Greece, even though I would like to. Um... Just go like this weekend. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in that kind of financial situation that a lot of these people in this movie are to to uh, mm-hmm. just to, just uh, pop over to Greece. Um, uh, let's see, because I'm looking at the there's a there's like a resort where they film the glass onion stuff on the island. Uh, I know. I know that Ryan Johnson has a commentary of Glass Onion yes. that's on Netflix, yes. but because uh, Netflix has made their things uh, difficult recently, I was not fortunate enough to listen to the commentary. Uh, yeah, neither have I yet. I, I, uh, God, I need to, but it's, uh, yeah, Netflix has been weird right now um that's weird and i would just love to own this on yes blu-ray or 4k just so i could i mean have it right next to knives out on my physical media shelf of which i have uh, a fairly bountiful collection yeah i'm i'm starting to kind of i for for several years i wasn't doing the, much with physical media but now with uh every streaming service being terrible right now i am getting back into the physical media because i'm like i want to always make sure that i have like i have it possible to watch yeah i mean the knives out disc is a beautiful disc yeah it's like a two-hour documentary and deleted scenes and i think at least two audio commentaries maybe a third um we need to bring back the era of every movie having a good number of special features and commentary tracks that i mean that's what got me interested in like film kind of behind the scenes filmmaking you know analyzing film in general was um in the when i was in when i was younger in the you know, kind of mid to late 2000s, just watching every every single behind-the-scenes feature about making movies and watching the full-length documentaries on the Lord of the Rings extended edition TPD yes. sets. <laughs> Being like, oh, there's so much here, and listening to all the commentaries. It's I I think it's a it's a real shame that so many films don't have that anymore. And they can provide us with the answers of, like, where this restaurant is. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I Googled. I was Googling this. And all they can, all that's coming up is that um, the resort where they filmed um, the actual um, Miles' mansion. So <laughs> I'm I'm just, I can't find this, this stupid hotel where they did that before. But um, presumably Greece... <laughs> I don't I mean who who knows if it's somewhere kind of in the Mediterranean I assume in Greece but yeah 
anyways. <laughs> Again, I, I, I very much like to visit Greece someday, so that sounds, uh, maybe, I, I, I certainly don't think I would, I would have the funds to stay at the luxury resort where the mansion, Miles' mansion is, but maybe, maybe that, maybe the hotel, if, if I ever find it, maybe I could scrounge up money for that. Um, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I, ooh, I, I am a little, I'm pretty stingy with hotels personally. Um, look, they're expensive. We don't, we don't have Miles Braun type cat. Yeah. Well, especially if I'm going somewhere, I, I always figure that I, if I'm going to be not at the hotel for the majority of the time, I'm like, why would I spend good money? So then I always stay at like the cheapest budget hotel wherever I'm going. Well, I'll tell you why. Cause you're worth it. You're a queen. That's why. <laughs> it's uh, I, 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 the the way that I tell myself I'm worth it is that I'm no longer um, uh, gonna do hostels anymore. <laughs> that's good. I think I, I, I think that's a benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I did enough of that in college. I'm like, I, I can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now I'm like, ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll splurge and not have a shared bathroom. Ooh. Very ooh. Sad. ooh luxury. Luxury. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why I am, like, looking at this movie from afar where, like, the, the luxuries of, of these people that I can never achieve. But I suppose that's the case for ever, basically everybody. But <laughs> anyways, um... I don't know if I have many other notes for this minute. Do you have anything else or? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Um, just, you know, just like looking at this movie. The, Steve Yadlin, genius. Yeah. Um, but the minute ends that there, she's talking about how she has all of Andy's TED Talks to listen to. And that feels very, very accurate that Andy would be the TED Talk kind of person. So. What do you, what do you think her TED Talks are on? Oh, ooh. Mmm. So it's some sort of business. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched TED Talks in a long time. Uh, same. Uh, now, I think the key is because everyone in the movie, except for Benoit Blanc and Helen, are kind of bad at their jobs. And so it's got to be the trick is that the TED Talk has to sound smart. But really is not all that substantive. It's just going to be business um, buzzwords for most definitely. Minutes. Yeah. It's like, this is just business buzzwords uh, to copy from 30 Rock. There's going to be a lot of synergy. There's going to be um, some of the other just business stuff. I, I, I don't know. Um, Maybe the TED Talk could be something like from Omega to Alpha, how I turned my life around in 10 years. Oh, damn, that's good. <laughs> that, I think that's it. I think that's one of one of her TED Talks. But again, she says she's had multiple. So I guess, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She's She enjoys the TED Talk presentation type thing. So yeah, who's, who's to say? But uh, Who's to say? But How I to think dress that, fabulously. I think that's a good idea, actually. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed that you got there from Omega to Alpha. <laughs> it's, it's, 
That's good. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I think that's, unless you have anything else you'd like to add, I think that might do that, do it for today's episode. I agree. All right. Um, so uh, what would you like to plug today? Uh, today, I am going to plug my comedy group, uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, which is a comedy duo located uh, deep in the heart of Texas, in Austin, Texas. Uh, we do live shows here in Austin at least once a month. As of this recording, we're about to go teach a workshop in San Antonio about uh, how to do comedy better in case you're interested in that. And if you're interested in hearing the comings and goings of both myself and my comedy partner, Heidi Rogers, please follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Kenny Rogers Improv, or, you know, at Kenny Rogers Improv. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm plugging. Excellent. Um, You can also find this show on Twitter at Glass Onion Man. That's going to be all one word. Um, And I'm just going to request that you rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff on whatever podcast podcatcher you listen to podcasts on. And, uh, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.